0: All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month and six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. slash switch.
1: Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active mint customers by five thirty one twenty four Get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh, you're just going to eat some nerds while we're recording? <laughs> right before we start. <laughs> okay. A little pick-me-up. Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, the podcast about vegan snacking. I'm Becky Streepy. I'm David
0: Streepy. You didn't do it sometimes, and I'm proud of your restraint. You you even put it in the script, and you didn't... I I think... Never mind. Go ahead.
1: This week on the show, we're talking about daring chicken... La Calavera pizza and trying the chili mole bar from Chaka Love.
0: Yeah. I don't know that you need the and sometimes blank in the script for the intro.
1: I like it there. Okay. It makes me feel good.
0: Do you, do you, is it more work to remember or to think not to do the thing that's in the script or more work to think to do something in addition to what's in the script?
1: The second thing is more work. Is it? For me? remembering always more work
0: but this is you're remembering not to say it it's easier when it's on the script
1: okay it's easier
0: i don't know that it okay you do you thank you i operate well (laughs) i wasn't finished oh i'm sorry Please stop interrupting me (laughs) (laughs) i normally i say you do you but when it impacts me then it's You Do We. Mm-hmm. And You Do We is a little bit different than You Do You, right? And this is a script. I could have easily taken the intro That's true. on this script. That's So true. I feel like I have a little bit of a a, a, a coin to throw into the, the ante. Is that right?
1: Yeah, I love it. It's it paints a picture.
0: No, I feel like I have. What is? I feel like I get a vote, huh? You do. That's a coin to cast into the pile. Yes. In some historical societies, they would vote by casting coins into a pile. Sure. And that's kind of what I was leaning on. I'm sorry, you didn't. You might not know about that.
1: <laughs> Thank you for explaining so, it to me.
0: Yeah. So that's why I used that reference. <laughs> but I guess to to use it in modern terms,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I think I get a vote in what's included in the script, right?
1: Yeah, So we should talk about it. Yeah, like you voted to move letters to the bottom, and I did it.
0: Well, we voted to do letters at the end of the episode, (laughs) and so one could argue (laughs) that it didn't take a vote to move that part of it further down in the script because Mm -hmm. the script is kind of a chronological rundown.
1: I'm just saying I did a great job moving the letters section.
0: (laughs) Were you waiting for me to vote on it? Is Is that what you're saying?
1: I just want my flowers.
0: Okay. I just... I think we could talk about the the script format. Okay. You have a larger concern that I don't engage with the script very often.
1: You don't? So why? Well,
0: this is me engaging with the script. So, which do you want?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I want anymore.
0: Well, uh, I'm pr- proud of your restraint. The good news is nobody knows what the fuck we're talking about mm-hmm. because nobody listens to this podcast on a regular enough basis to know that you say... The podcast about vegan food and sometimes whatever we were just talking about before we started recording. Mm -hmm. um, That's a thing that that Becky does and that I have been frustrated with the frequency of (laughs) that it was becoming a staple.
1: And sometimes mango chili nerds. I'm Becky Streepy. No. That's
0: even... Now it's even... We're just making a podcast for each other at this point. Yeah. And I'm not listening to it, so you're making a podcast for you that I'm participating in at this point.
1: Well, I appreciate your participation.
0: Yeah. Um, Hey, hold on. I'm getting a text from my nephew about Stranger Things, which we finished last night.
1: We sure did. Um,
0: And I texted my nephew this morning. I texted him, bro. And then another text, Stranger Things. And he just texted me back now and said, crazy. So,
1: He's a teen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> yeah. The way that you two text, though. Oh. Like two teens.
0: Oh. Um, yes, I do uh, act like a child. and That's not what... No, that's what I'm saying. Oh. That's what I'm putting on to. I do act... Becky, I play Fortnite.
1: <laughs> like a adult. I text
0: W-Y-D to my nephews. <laughs> All the time. <laughs>
1: Do you? Yes. Oh, I should text them more. No. I never text them.
0: Yeah, you don't. They ask if your phone's working.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, guys.
0: I'm going to say, uh, just reply real quick. Sorry, I know we're recording. I'm going to reply. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, we saw Stranger Things last night, or we finished Stranger Things last night. That last episode, hold on. <laughs> So that last episode is two and a half hours long.
1: Two and a half hours is so long. Yeah,
0: more like longer things. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of that, (laughs) speaking of that, (laughs) I kind of wanted to do another segment (laughs) of the podcast, uh, which um, I've got a name for it now.
1: Oh, it's called
0: (laughs) Tweets That Should Have Done Better. (laughs) And I got a couple more from this week.
1: Are they Just for my two. Twitter? Because I have, have a few. No, they're oh. my
0: tweets. Me. You're welcome to contribute, but I would never, I'm not going to mine your tweets for for this.
1: Okay. Well, I'll,
0: I'll, make... I'll, I'll do mine. I'll do one of mine and then I'll hand it over to you. How about no,
1: that? No, 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 I don't, I don't. I want, want yeah. Okay. I'm pulling yeah, up this my This is Twitter. great. Go ahead. This is great. Okay. This is content.
0: Yeah. Everything is content. Okay. Um, so this one, all right. The first one. And this is currently sitting at one like, zero retweets. Oh, no. Uh, four days ago, I distinctly remember it being called the Mandala effect back in the day.
1: Oh, I just got it. I saw that tweet and was like, I you don't even don't, like it. I didn't understand it. I get it now too, that you said
0: concept.
1: No, I don't know. I think it was just that I was tired.
0: It's referencing, of course, the the Mandela effect, which is, you know, people remember things a certain way from their their past, but that's not actually what happened. But it's a collective misremembering. Mm-hmm. And I always go back and forth on, is it the Mandela effect or the Mandala effect? I really do this. That's why I don't like to talk about it, because I'm always afraid I'll get it. I'll, I'll use the wrong one. Mm-hmm and then i i thought hey this is tweet material <laughs> so i did it at two different uh red lights so i started it at one red light and then did it finished it at a second red light and then when i parked the car in the driveway i proofread it and sent it out uh so that's yeah one like zero retweets and one comment
1: wow so what do you got you know what? I looked and I I was feeling complaining about Everything my tweets, good. but they're cool. fine. Cool
0: segment. Cool segment. Glad I handed it over no, to no, you. No, no. Hang
1: on. Hang on. Hang on. I'll have one. Most of the ones that I have that don't do well are recipe videos. I should learn from that and stop posting. Listener, do you like seeing recipe videos on Twitter? Is that just not the place for it? Should I stop doing that? Because it doesn't look like Twitter cares for that.
0: So your tweets that should have done better are, are just content related that you think the content should have a bigger audience on Twitter.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like these instant pot brownies, I think, feel like more people should have been excited about them. They're really good. This crispy tofu sandwich, 10 likes, not a comment. Nary a comment. Okay. This sandwich is the bomb. Yeah. It's got pickles on it and curry mayo. Y'all.
0: Yeah. Okay. Fair. You know, that's fair.
1: Thank you. It's
0: fair. Uh, Okay. So this one, I mean, this one's a little...
1: Wait, we're going to do more than one tweet? No, I just
0: had two. I said I said up at the top that I had two. Oh, okay. Sorry, do you want me to just stick to one?
1: No, no, no. I mean, burn through as am much dragging, content as you want I to. Drag-
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, am I dragging the, <laughs> the, the bar of content that we normally do down a couple of pegs by reading tweets from no, the past this is, week?
1: this is great.
0: Okay. So this one, I'll stop after this one. Um, there's a third one that really should have done better, but I'm going to... I'm. This Clip- is restraint. Cliffhanger? No, I'm not gonna. I'm never gonna do the third one. Go to my Twitter if you want to see the third one. Oh yeah, you're gonna love it. You liked it. Oh, anyway, I really did. No, you didn't like it, but you enjoyed it to me in person. Anyway, this one is somebody posted a picture of. Do you remember this guy? Uh, Trump used to be the president. Remember this guy? Mm, I don't know her. So somebody posted a picture of this guy at a golf tournament this week, and it was a really unflattering picture. It looked real sweaty. This is what it looked like. This is what it looked like. It looked real sweaty, gross, unflattering picture of him. Looks like a real uh, weak, uh, just, just, just unflattering. And I replied to that post. So this is contained in the replies. So everybody who follows me is forgiven for not engaging with this one.
1: Oh, good. Thank um,
0: you. I replied, Vecna 2024. <laughs> see? And now Vecna is a character from The Stranger Things. Correct. Yeah. Uh, the big bad guy for, for this season. Um, so it's kind of topical. It's kind of on everybody's mind anyway, you know? Uh, really thought it would do better. Four likes. Um, let's see. Let's get the... Four likes, 121 impressions. I just feel like it, it needs a little bit more oomph than that. Mm-hmm. Or it could use a little bit more oomph than
1: that. Yeah, that was a solid, solid joke.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that's tweets that could have done better or mm-hmm. should have done better. I forget what the name of this segment is.
1: Should have. They should have.
0: Tweets that should have done better. Yeah. So, Yeah.
1: Could have has, like, a wistful feeling to it. Should have is a bit more decisive. Could've, they should have done better. I,
0: I don't know. Could have is kind of also, like, is there something that I could be doing differently to make these tweets be doing better? I know that people retweet themselves a lot. What are your thoughts on that? I think... You could be retweeting the tweets that could have done better from this segment if you wanted to.
1: I could. And mm-hmm. I will.
0: Okay. Okay. I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm sorry.
1: Uh, The reason I think that some people do that is because Twitter put a policy in place that they are not... It was a thing to get rid of bots Mm. where they were... This was old news with Twitter where they were like, we're going to penalize accounts that tweet the same thing over and over. And so I think sometimes people retweet themselves to be like, said this already, but don't want to get in trouble with Twitter algorithm.
0: Oh, okay.
1: But I don't know. I might... Or they just do it to amplify the tweet. Who knows? Who knows why people do what they do?
0: Do people just like retweet and then unretweet and then retweet over the course of like multiple weeks?
1: Maybe is that what a
0: tweeter does? I don't know. I don't pay that close attention.
1: I it's not a strategy that I understand, so hmm. I don't know. Twitter, I just kind of throw all my thoughts out on there. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, I got to get those likes.
1: Gotta get the those thing. likes. Gotta get
0: those likes.
1: Hit that like button. You
0: know, monetize those likes. Um, so, we saw Stranger Things. We saw, we just finished <laughs> Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness mm-hmm. just like moments ago.
1: Yeah, like moments 20 ago. minutes ago.
0: And I gotta say, scary movie.
1: It was really scary. I had to avert my eyes a couple times because it was a little gruesome. It went there. <laughs> it was
0: the go thereiest. It was the go thereiest, yeah. <laughs> What 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 are some things that stood out to you in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness?
1: Um one there was one fight scene okay <laughs> where they they use music notes to fight <laughs>
0: I was going to talk about that.
1: (laughs) Sorry. It gave me big... um,
0: We're talking about... Let's go ahead. It
1: it reminded me of um, The Sorcerer's Apprentice, Mm. but also of Luigi's Mansion 3. I feel Mm. like somebody in that writer's room Mm. really likes Luigi's Mansion 3 because not only is there the musical notes, but then when there's a weapon used to retaliate, um, later, Uh not not even in that scene, later in the movie, uh, she uses a weapon to fight... Like a spirit, and uh-huh. it it looks to me like the Luigi's mansion, the backpack thing that oh, he yeah. wears. I I don't know what it's called.
0: Uh, you're out on a limb. Yeah.
1: yeah, but anyway, the backpack thing that shoots a thing and gets rid of the ghosts. Yeah, yeah.
0: And he kind of hey, spoilers for Doctor Strange. I'll bleep this. Sp- no, don't bleep. The, you bleep, and it bleeps for like forty five seconds, <laughs> and then it's like, why didn't you just edit this conversation out? <laughs> But he Gooigi's into another body. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there is a Gooigi element. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody loves the Mansion. And I think that's great. I felt cool for noticing it.
0: The thing that I laughed about was we were talking about that it was a legit scary movie. And then I asked what your favorite scene was. (laughs) And you point to what I was going to point at as a hokey moment in the movie that is not scary and doesn't work at all.
1: Yeah, it was ridiculous.
0: (laughs) But you weren't even talking about any of the scary stuff from the movie. That we categorized the movie from in the sentence before that. So it was a scary moment that that got you.
1: Oh, any scene. Gosh, I just feel like my scary. There's a scene where. Goodness. Some of the makeup was very gruesome and scary. Okay, I can't. I don't. You're
0: being so delicate.
1: I don't want to spoil this movie. We don't have
0: listeners. You're spoiling me. And I've seen. I just saw it.
1: I won't do it. What about you? Tell me.
0: Tell me a scary thing. Have I a little fun. You know, be a little bad.
1: That zombie's face at the yeah. end. Yeah. His makeup where his like part of his lip was revealed and all the mm. cuts and gruesome, gory yeah. face stuff. But really, yeah. it was scary to me. I didn't like that. And there were like <laughs> long shots of his face and he was talking. And that was yeah. very creepy because it looks like you're smiling when part yep. of your m- mouth skin is missing. Yeah. Not just the lip, but the mouth skin. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He also winked.
1: Yeah, I didn't care for that. I don't
0: don't think anybody in the movies should wink Mm -mm. because you can't do like a real wink. Even a real wink in the world is kind of hokey, you know? Mm -hmm. Like who's winking seriously in the real world?
1: Yeah. So the other thing we did today was we went to Candler Park and we watched the Wuthering Heights dance. Mm Mm-hmm. Speaking of dancing, yep. we watched a bunch of ladies in red dresses dance to a Kate Bush song. Yes, and it was so wonderful yes. and magical.
0: It was organized by some friends.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: It was very impressive.
1: It really was. Yeah. Big turnout this year.
0: Big turnout. Hot day. Hot morning.
1: Oh my gosh, we were sweating. I was
0: on a run, and you were like, "Hey, meet me at the thing," uh, and I did. And I was standing there in my running clothes, yeah, feeling very vulnerable. Mm. Appearance wise.
1: You looked like you'd been on a run. Yeah.
0: Ran into some co-workers there. <laughs>
1: you know. I was in bed when my friend who is, uh was participating texted and said, you should come watch us dance. And uh, it was 20 minutes before the start. Mm. We live five minutes from this park. And so in 10 minutes, I had me and the kid up and dressed. I had a tea in my hand and we were out the door and we made it just in time for 10 which it turned out it started at 10:30 but we got to watch 10 was when they got there to like rehearse so we got to watch them run through it a couple times which was also really fun
0: i could have gone home and changed yeah yeah and not experienced the vulnerability that i did mm-hmm. i just think your coworkers deserve not to see you at your worst you know
1: was that you at your worst
0: that's pretty bad i'm pretty bad after like wilted after a run
1: mm mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And
0: I dress for comfort, which is not necessarily pleasing to look at. My shirt's low cut, shows the hair on my chest. You can see my armpits. All things that a coworker should not be forced (laughs) to see of you. Like, they should be protected from that.
1: From your armpit?
0: Yes. From my armpit and from my chest hair. (laughs) You're right. Yeah. And I put them in an uncomfortable situation. And then you can't, like... I can't be rude, you know, and like hide, hide behind a tree. Yeah. You know, so I got to talk to him and then I got to acknowledge it. I got to be like, this looks silly. Oh, somebody said, hey, gams.
1: (laughs) Really? (laughs) Because
0: I have wear very short shorts when I run. Oh, yeah,
1: you do. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. Okay. That's the. That's the. That's the correct length of shorts for a man. I was just talking with someone else about that on Instagram. Mm hmm.
0: Short shorts are the correct length of shorts for a man? She posted a picture
1: of Magnum P.I. in her stories and said, FYI, this is the correct shorts Mm. length for a man. And I replied to her and said, you can't argue with the truth. And then we discussed it uh, for a little bit that that's correct.
0: These are a little bit longer. Are they a a good length?
1: I don't know. Maybe we have to hem them. Stand up. Oh, yeah. Those could be about six inches shorter. How
0: dare you? (laughs) These I'll are have... seven inches. These are seven
1: inch. What I wear to run is five inch. Okay, you should be at a two to three inch. No, a two to
0: three inch is underwear territory.
1: We want a hot pant.
0: No. So these are, I'm trying to be serious.
1: Oh, okay. Well, then you're that goofing.
0: case. You're being a goof, a bit of a goof, <laughs> and I'm trying to get answers. These, what I'm wearing are about a seven inch inseam. Mm-hmm. What I run in is about a five inch inseam. They do make three inch inseams, and those are very short, very short. Um, you are nodding wide-eyed. Mm-hmm. They are literal nut huggers. <laughs> you think I should wear three-inch shorts? Yes. In the world, you would never see them. You think I should go into the world and sweat it out in three-inch? I don't want to say the term that I just <laughs> said, but you think I should go out in the world in in those?
1: Yes. In a hot pant. Those are not hot
0: pants, though. Hot mm-hmm. pants are like tights, right?
1: Hot pants are usually tight. Yeah, yeah.
0: So you're saying lowercase a, lowercase lowercase ace. Yes. Lower. You're. You're saying lowercase h. Correct. Hot, lowercase p pant. Mm-hmm. A hot pair of pants. Yeah. Not hot pants. Tm.
1: You're right. Yes, correct. I'm just making sure.
0: Yes. Do you think I should wear them? Do you think I should buy three-inch shorts?
1: One pair. See how you like it.
0: This is talking Toe News. Ooh, I keep the the drum track going a little too. (laughs) it, It keeps going after the rest of it stops. So I need to work on that. (laughs) <laughs> Got to get back in the studio on that one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, this, as the announcer said, this is talking Toe News. Uh, it's a segment of the podcast where I take a headline from the world of vegan news and present it and we talk about it. And this one is from lululemon.com. It is a fast and free, reflective, short, three inches of the inseam, size medium. <laughs> that was what my browser was pulled up to. Sorry, JK, of course. Hey, this one's from... Veg news from our pal Anna. Anna, get on social so we can so we can tag you every time. I guess we could just tag Veg News.
1: Mm-hmm. Either way, though, give Anna that click.
0: Yeah, this one's got two thousand six hundred and two shares, so Anna's doing great.
1: Wow, Anna. great job, Anna.
0: I gotta say, I I hope that there is not uh, a rivalry between Anna and Nicole.
1: I'm sure there's not.
0: Well. Anna's, Anna's clicks are much higher. Whoa. I'm just saying. All right. This one posted, sorry, Anna Staratstoneskia. I get better. I you get do. better. You talk
1: about her first name basis like as if y'all are besties. I'm this is from our very familiar and- with her
0: work. <laughs> you are. Some would say I leverage it. Um, This one's from July 27th. So it's a freshie. Alaska Airlines' new Soy Meats World vegan meal celebrates the best of summer. Alaska Airlines is celebrating the best of summer with its new in-flight vegan meal, Soy Meats World, a summer vegetable salad topped with fried tofu. Ooh. Just added it to all of its cabins to celebrate the best of summer, made in partnership with West Coast Chopped Salad Chain Evergreens. The new, cleverly named Soy Meats World is a vegan salad based on a bed of mixed greens, packed with roasted broccoli, fresh cucumber slices, scallions, pickled carrots, and brown rice. Mm. To complete the meal, salad is topped with roasted cashews, fried onions, and fried tofu. The soy part. Um, paired with a vegan tamari chili. Tamari? Mm-hmm. Tamari? Tamari. tamari you got chili. It. Okay. Thank you. Tamari chili lime dressing for a zesty kick. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, hey, at are these, are
1: these airfares. You better get some good food. These airfares,
0: give me that, right? Mm-hmm. Don't give me that box that has two things in it. That, I, that I'll eat.
1: hmm You know? Yeah. Sick of that box. Sick of that box. Honestly, you had me at pickled vegetables, obviously. Yeah? Yeah. I, you know,
0: I, I do wonder how fried tofu works in an environment like this.
1: You worried that it'll be mushy?
0: Well, or that it'll be so fried that it'll be more crispy than chewy. Like way more, like... Jerky level crispy, you know, Mm,
1: like overdone. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Because how they're not frying it on the plane. No, they're not frying it that day.
1: No, they're probably like reheating it. How? How do you reheat fried tofu? I mean, if you want it to be crispy, you got to do it like in an oven. Do they have a little like toastery oven situation? Probably not. Do
0: you think that they're putting every one of these salads in a little toastery oven? It
1: would be just for the
0: three people on a flight that are ordering it. <laughs>
1: Plus it would be just the tofu because you don't want to put the rest of that right. stuff in
0: there. You don't wanna you don't wanna heat that salad up in a in a little a toasty oven.
1: I wonder if it's warmed up at all, if it's a salad. Maybe it's cold.
0: Cold fried tofu? Get the fuck out. What? I would open that plane and jump out. What? On yes. a salad, it's good. <sighs> oh just do just do tofu at that point. There's no benefit to <laughs> frying it. Just do marinated tofu.
1: That goes great on a salad. It does go great on a salad. It doesn't, doesn't give you that crunch.
0: The whole thing about fried tofu is the heat. <laughs> the heat is a big part of it.
1: The texture, though, is another big part no, of it.
0: We go to dead end drinks. We get our kale salads. We get fried tofu on it. It comes in these huge honking slabs. Mm-hmm. And the slabs are too hot to eat at first. And I love it. <laughs> I love having to wait for that stuff to cool down. You know? Mm-hmm.
1: We haven't been to dead-end drinks in a minute. We yeah, go I back think we're
0: going to go tomorrow. Um, woo! Yeah, woo indeed. Hey, um, so here's the other part. Soy meats World.
1: I love it. What do you think?
0: Well, why is it referencing Boy Meets World?
1: I don't know. Somebody thought that would be funny. And then also because you're flying all over the world. So they were like, sure, that's good. It's got a little bit of a first draft feel to it, but it's fine. It's a meal. So yeah, it's a meal on an airplane. I don't think you need to go to the second draft with that naming. I
0: just, what's the point though? Like why? Just say fried tofu salad. Soy Meets World, then you have to go around the block and explain (laughs) what you're actually making. Mm -hmm. Is everything on the menu? 90s television theme?
1: (laughs) That would be great. Yeah.
0: Speaking of Boy Meets World, though, I can't believe that nobody... I'm not going to do it. But somebody better than me and smarter than me needs to come up with a Topanga Bazinga mishmash yeah because Topanga from Boy Meets World mm-hmm. did you watch Boy Meets World
1: I mean not like every week I'm, I'm familiar with Boy Meets World ish right.
0: do you want me to just stop talking about Boy Meets World
1: no I want you to finish your thought about Bazinga
0: so, so Topanga was was the love interest mm-hmm. on Boy Meets World yeah Bazinga mm-hmm. is a catchphrase sorry Boy Meets World is a very popular show yeah Bazinga, catchphrase used by Sheldon on Big Bang Theory.
1: Another very popular
0: Another show. Another very popular show, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We live in a society that prioritizes popular programming above just about everything else.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We, we refer to that more than we refer to anything else. Yeah. I'm guilty as charged, right? Yes. All of us are. Why isn't anybody connecting to Panga and
1: Bazinga? I think it has to be you, Dave.
0: I'm not doing it. I'm not smart enough to do it. I'm not clever enough to do it. I'm smart enough to see the need, but not clever enough to fill the need, Oof. right?
1: That's gotta be so frustrating for you.
0: It is. I know. You're being sarcastic.
1: <laughs> not, I'm not.
0: No. Anyway.
1: I support you.
0: Doing what, doing what?
1: This mashup that you should do.
0: I don't even know what it is. Is it a joke? Is it a word? Is it a-
1: I think it's a crossover series on Netflix.
0: I think it is... No, I don't think it's a crossover series. I know we're... we're we try to cultivate a culture of yes on this podcast, but that's a no. Um,
1: <laughs> you could call it Topanga Bazinga and everyone think, would watch it.
0: <laughs> so where I was going to go with it was, I think it, it's a sketch uh-huh. where a network executive is giving notes on a show... And it's, and his note is, it needs a little less Topanga and a little more Bazinga, <laughs> which is a note like, get the sap out of there and get the catchphrase in there. Get the marketable stuff in there.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And
0: I, I bet that somewhere, this is like a thousand monkeys on a thousand typewriters, eventually one of them does Shakespeare. Like I bet somewhere... An exec has said maybe it needs a little <laughs> less tapanga and a little bit more bazinga.
1: God, I hope so.
0: And it goes on to say, in March, Delta Airlines added vegetarian options made with Impossible Foods to select long-haul Delta flights for passengers in business class and first class. One of those dishes was the airline's first plant-based meat option, the Impossible Burger. The airline added vegan lamb made by San Francisco-based startup Black Sheep on select flights as well. Wow. In June, United Airlines also jumped on board and added an impossible meatball bowl to its menu for first class. Um,
1: Why is all this stuff just for first class and sometimes business class? Why can't us coach passengers have what we want?
0: Have you looked around in coach? Yeah. That's why.
1: But I'm back there hungry.
0: Ugh. You need to pony up for first class. I can't. Use points you just use points
1: <laughs> oh just, use points, of just use points of course yeah of course she's points silly me uh hey what are your thoughts i just said them i think they should offer it in coach what are yours
0: i don't know that the soy meat's world it's soy world is in all cabins <gasps> we're going back to soy meat's world
1: oh i i think that sounds delicious if i yeah. saw that on a restaurant menu i would order it really mm-hmm. that sounds like a good salad
0: and what are your thoughts on air travel
1: Necessary evil. Really? I like to go to California. Yeah. But I, we could not drive there. It would take too long.
0: Yeah, it would take too long. Yeah. What route would you like to go if all things were equal? What way would you like to? How would you like to get to California? Train. Train? Always
1: train. I'm a Long train or,
0: or fast train?
1: Fast train. Just get me there. Okay. But on the ground. I do not enjoy being in an airplane. Fast
0: train like, on, the, on the ground? I mean, on,
1: versus on, in a plane. I'm saying get me there quickly, just like a plane would, but don't take me in the sky because I don't like to be in the sky.
0: Are you okay if the train goes over water?
1: Yes, but I would probably white knuckle part of that. Okay. Or or maybe all of it. Okay. I'm a nervous flyer. I spend the whole time nervous that there there will be turbulence. And then if there is turbulence, I spend that period having a panic attack until it's over. Yeah. It's really fun, Mm. but I like to go places that we cannot drive to reasonably yeah um, but if i had the option to take a train everywhere i would train right. travel rules what about you what if you could use any method of travel that exists no transporters
0: i ain't playing i'm fine with a plane
1: yeah you are fine on a plane
0: yeah except in coach
1: dun, 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 what are dun, you dun, dun, dun. doing <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is talking Toe News. <laughs> Look how long the drum line keeps going.
1: Did <laughs> you just forget? <laughs> was it late at night when you were doing this?
0: No. I don't appreciate what you're implying.
1: <laughs> what a segment. i and you're
0: dragging me. Dragging me.
1: That was a great segment. And we will talk about pizza
0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash achieve today.
1: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare.
0: That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. The podcast about vegan snacking.
1: And sometimes mango chili. Uh,
0: uh, and what?
1: Sometimes mango chili nerds that Dave was snacking on just now.
0: All right. All right. Are so, we talking about pizza now?
1: Yeah. So last night we were going to grill for dinner. Mm-hmm. I even um, went to the store and got stuff to put on the grill because yep. um, we only had, really we only had the vegan meat yep. nailed down. I went to get veggies for the grill mm-hmm. and... Uh, came back and unloaded it. And then we were sitting out on the porch and a big storm rolled in. Yeah. And we said... Big storm. Big storm. Torrential. Yeah. And so um, we were not going to grill then because it was raining. And Dave said, let's order pizza.
0: Yep. I'm only ever one decision away from ordering La Calavera pizza.
1: It is such good pizza.
0: Yes. Best pizza in town.
1: It really is. I, I Famously, I do not like bread, but I love their bread i even ate the pizza bones everyone yeah i dipped it in ranch we had some uh simple truth ranch that i dipped it in
0: and our son tried to get another slice without eating the crust and it's a rule with la calavera that you need to finish yeah the crust it's the best bread in town
1: it's so good so we ordered the pizza and dave was placing the order on their website because you can do that and he said oh my gosh they have vegan pepperoni which is new it's a new thing yeah um So new that it's not on their sign inside. When I went to pick up the pizza, Mm. I was looking to see if there were what other toppings. And um, I didn't see vegan pepperoni. So when she brought it out, I was like, that's vegan pepperoni, right? And she was like, oh, yeah.
0: Nice. What was the other thing she said?
1: And then, wait, and then the other thing is that Dave, when he was placing the order, said, do we want dill pickles on our pizza? You
0: had mentioned in the past wanting to try dill pickles. And I said, well, they, they offer it at La Calavera. And you said, I know. (laughs) <laughs> and so I was reminding you that you wanted that.
1: Oh, yeah. You're right. That is what happened. You know, I knew because I saw it on their Instagram. Mm. Um. Anyway, so we got pepperoni, onions, and dill pickles on this pizza. Yep. Ordered it. Yep. I went and picked it up. I told the woman how much I love her pizza, mm-hmm. how we talk about her pizza on the podcast. Yep. And she told me that 75% of their pizza orders that day were for vegan pizzas and this was like six PM so dinner orders had been rolling in.
0: And this is a place that is on the lips of a lot of Atlantans lately. Yeah. Vegan, non vegan.
1: It's very popular. Yes. They were a very popular bakery and mm-hmm. when they pivoted to pizza, um everyone followed them.
0: They call it a pizzit.
1: It was a pizza pizza Pizzit.
0: Pizza? Pizzit. Pizza. Pizza. Pizzit. 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 That sounds like Brexit.
1: Yeah. pizzit. pizzit.
0: Pizzit? That sounds like pizzit.
1: I feel like we're almost there.
0: Pizza pivot. Pivot yeah. to pizza. How about we call it, they made a pivot to pizza.
1: Oh, got it. Gosh, yeah. it was a long road, yep. but we found hey, the end of it.
0: Sometimes roads aren't worth going down.
1: <laughs> so we got this pizza. We ordered it. I picked yeah. it up. We ate it.
0: Yep.
1: Oh, we also, Pot on the slow. side, we got um chili, chili oil. oil.
0: Pickled, I thought we were doing it together. Pickled, pickled chilies. Peppers.
1: Oh, see, go ahead.
0: <laughs> it's pickled chilies. Pickled chilies. All right, ready? Pickled, pickled chilies. Chili's.
1: There was a third item.
0: Well, it, we didn't order this, but it just came with it. Marinara. Marinara.
1: That's for the breadsticks, because we got cheesy sticks. Yeah. Cheesy bread. Yep, pokey sticks. Yeah, they do vegan pokey sticks there. Recommended. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: What's not recommended is dill pickle on the pizza. Oh!
1: <gasps> What? Sorry. Oh my gosh.
0: Sorry, babe.
1: This pizza changed my life. This is my new favorite pizza: pepperoni, dill pickle, onion. I have and I and with the pickled chilies. Sorry, and I added the pickled chilies to one of my slices. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to sully the first slice, mm-hmm. but then the second slice, I added the pickled chilies. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's so good.
0: It was. I I don't want to dredge up the old tired. Pineapple on pizza, argument. Mm-hmm. But I think the real battleground is dill pickles on pizza, because, and and even with pineapples on pizza, it's like don't even weigh in and, unless you've tried it.
1: Mm-hmm. If you've
0: tried it and you don't like it, whatever, you tried it, you know. Yeah. Like then we just disagree. But most of that conversation is just like a instinctive revulsion to it, you know,
1: mm-hmm. the idea
0: of it. This one, I tried it. I was open minded, and. It really worked against everything that I like about pizza. Wow. Yeah. It sogged up whatever it was on. It was an unpleasant texture to bite into. The slices were big, which if you like this is a plus. But in my case, it meant that each one was multiple bites. So it was a double downer at least (laughs) every time I did it. Now, on the other hand, the pepperoni, I've struggled with vegan pepperoni. I don't think that anybody has done it well. I still think that there is a way to go with vegan pepperoni, but this pepperoni has come the furthest of any of the pepperoni that I've tried.
1: Yeah, I thought the pepperoni was really good. I felt like flavor-wise, Nailed it. It was a little bit spicy. It was fennelly. I also felt like texture-wise, it was tender, but it didn't have like that crispy edge. That's the only thing that was missing to me.
0: Yes, I need. They need to be little bowls. I've said it before on the podcast. They need to be little bowls that hold their own grease, yeah. which is what traditionally, like pepperonis, job on. Like that's the level of crispiness and greasiness.
1: I think that to get that with vegan pepperoni, you have to pan fry it in mm. a bunch of oil. Mm-hmm. First, mm-hmm. And then you would put it on the pizza like that. I'm, assu- I, I don't know how you prepare pepperoni for when it's not vegan, but mm-hmm. I think you just put it on there and in the oven it mm-hmm. does that. I think- well,
0: you've seen making it great. So you, you do know how pepperoni is You're added right. to pizza, making it great. Well, we'll do, we'll do a bullshit episode about making it great. Yeah,
1: that's a good one. Um, so as far as your thoughts on the, the pickles, um, Gosh, I just think the opposite. I thought they were perfect. I thought the pickles themselves were just really good. They were tart and a little bit sweet and dilly, but not like overly so in any direction. I thought the texture was lovely, a crispy bite of pickle. I didn't find a sogginess at all. I thought they added like a crispy crunch that I really liked. I want still pickles on my pizza forever.
0: I agree with you that the pickles themselves were very good pickles. Yeah. It wasn't the pickles fault. That I didn't enjoy it. And it was a crispy pickle, not a soggy pickle. It was also a juicy pickle, which Mm. when a pickle is at its best, it's crispy and juicy. The juice was what created the sog for me.
1: I guess the crispness of the pickle overrode any sogginess I would have detected for me. Also, I thought the flavor of the pickle, that like, like tart, sweet, dill combo Mm -hmm. that was like, it was all very mellow. It was a mellow pickle. But I thought it really added to the like with the creamy cheese and the saltiness of the cheese and pepperoni. Like I think it boosted everything in a way that I found very pleasing in my mouth.
0: I have two ideas. One is what if it took a page from the pineapple book and was a smaller slice, but a taller one as well. So it was localized to one bite, but also had a little bit of a vertical space. So you're getting kind of like that's somewhere for the juice to live. Yeah. The juice doesn't live flat. It lives up. It's a little high rise.
1: Mm-hmm. The
0: other thought I had was, what about a bread and butter pickle? Mm, I, would. I could do with a sweet. Yeah? Yeah. You hear me, La Calavera?
1: <gasps> but, Get a bread but, and butter?
0: Call it the David Streepy.
1: But also never change your dill pickle pizza. It's so good.
0: No, don't do that. And I would never advocate. I would never be what the naysayers to pineapple on pizza is to the naysayers on Dill pickle on pizza. I just... It it really did not work for me. Mm -hmm. I was surprised the degree to which it did not work for me. Huh. But it's just the fact of it. It's not anything that La Calavera did wrong. They did what we asked them to do. Yeah. And And it was... I did not like it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: A matter of taste. I loved it.
0: Still the best pizza in town, though.
1: Oh, the best. Um... Yeah, that's all I had to say. I just okay. wanted to discuss these new toppings because they're very exciting.
0: Do you want to change the talking to or the talking takeout segment to just be the La Calavera update every week?
1: <laughs> yeah. All this right. is what we got from La Calavera yeah. this week. Dear diary.
0: Dear diary indeed. What what what's the new thing we're eating? We're moving on.
1: Okay. We are going to talk about the daring chicken.
0: Great. <laughs> looking forward to it
1: so the daring chicken was part of a sprouts shopping trip that i went on where i lost complete control of myself and um i think i spent a hundred dollars and most of it wasn't groceries for the week most of it was things like this and the other night we needed a quick dinner i had made uh, these like savory pancakes for a video for a client. Yep. And the they were like, they had veggies in them and stuff. So I was like, I feel like our starch and veggie are handled. We just need a protein. Um, we were running low on tofu and I feel like tofu has been dicey to find lately. So mm. I didn't want to blow our tofu on this particular meal. This <laughs> is blow, how I-
0: Blow your tofu is a pretty funny <laughs> phrase. I don't know what circumstance you would use it in. I know mean, the one you're thinking about, and I don't think that that's what, that's not what I was saying.
1: I'm sorry, listener. Um. So anyway, I, so I went to turn to the freezer and I found this bag of daring chicken and was like, oh yeah, uh-huh. this has been recommended to us many times. You have all heard me begging, begging for there to be a vegan chicken breast yeah. that I can make in a caper, mustard sauce like I did with animal chicken breast as a child I'd like to make that as an adult mm-hmm. with vegan chicken breast but that does not the one that I want does not exist yet mm. and the daring chicken was suggested to me as something close They're not; it's not a chicken breast but they're unbreaded pieces of just plain vegan chicken Yep. and so I saw these and I got them and when I prepared them I, I did them plain I put out sauces on the table so we could sauce them but I wanted to taste it untouched you know i just fried them up in olive oil i didn't um according to the package directions but i didn't season them or anything i did that on purpose because i wanted their essence um so i did it i cooked them according to package directions yeah these are seitan based no they're not they're soy protein nuggets
0: says it right there
1: sure does they do have paprika i'm sorry i didn't check were you Ill later,
0: no, I don't know. I mean, I'm a little bit ill all the time because mm. we live in a garbage world, but yeah, I don't think it i'm I'm striving for balance with paprika because it is impossible to avoid in vegan food. If it's not part of the flavor, it's part of the color so and I'm not like I don't go into shock or anything like that. It's yeah. just I get an upset stomach, sometimes a very upset stomach uh so. I've been trying to find a balance and I haven't really been in an extreme state since doing that. But I also avoid things that are like, have paprika shaken on top of them or like are over, like clearly very paprika forward.
1: Like a seasoned fry. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, So we got the original flavor. They also make a breaded variety, a Cajun and a lemon and herb flavor. I served them up with these. With these savory pancakes on the side, what what were your thoughts you, on them? You,
0: you served them up. You gave some sauce options. I'm, I'm always grateful for dinner. <laughs> I'm always grateful for the effort that you put into cooking, Thanks. the effort that you put into variety. The Some of that's fueled by your work, but some of it's also like, it doesn't minimize the effort any, you know? But I think here... I felt like this suffered from the experimental... I'm sorry, you're going to have to edit the gaps in my words. I'm sorry. I'm just going slow.
1: That's okay. I'm trying to be thoughtful. You take your time, dear.
0: This suffered from the gaps in flair that would come with somebody wanting to make a chicken dish. This Because you were intentionally trying to present it as is and let somebody have a sauce to dip it into... Which, that's great for nuggets, that's great for snacking, that's not, like, that's not like dinner. And I'm not trying to bag on the dinner, I'm just saying like, yeah, it made it so that I was forced to confront the fact that this is a pretty bland product on its own, and that the texture, I, I was forced to notice the texture was much drier than I would like, I was forced to notice that it was like, what's the hyper version of toothsome? like tough yeah it was very tough um and i dipped it in sauces and and that helped with the flavor but i feel like i can't really make a fair call on how this would be used in an actual recipe Does that make sense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like you paired it with something that you were working on i thought the pairing worked worked more than it didn't work but they were also two things yeah it was two sections on the plate you know
1: yeah not really working together Yeah, I agree. The texture was a little tough. It was like tough on the outside, tender on the inside. I think cooking it in a sauce would have alleviated Mm. that because you would have been Mm -hmm. uh, doing some steaming. It would have kind of softened things Mm -hmm. up a bit. Um, But I thought the texture was pretty good. The flavor, neutral. Mm -hmm. It was so neutral. Like, I think it would just take on a sauce really well. Yeah. uh, I I I did think, though... So salty. Mm -hmm. Wow, these were salty. salty. If I were to be, I'm glad I tried them plain because if I were to use these in a dish with a sauce, I would put no salt Mm -hmm. in the sauce because these were so salty on their own. I I think that even just a pinch of salt would just be, oh, I Mm -hmm. don't know. Like my mouth was hurting by the end.
0: Mm. Yeah, I feel like this, look, in a way, that's kind of what you want. Just from a blandness, just talking about the blandness. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what you want.
1: Yeah. Chicken's bland on its right.
0: own. And so I'm trying to appreciate that fact of it because you don't always get that with a vegan chicken. Yeah. The saltiness. It's weird for something to be bland and salty at the same time.
1: <laughs> but they managed it.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I also wonder, is that a difference between exterior and interior? Like, where is the salt?
1: Yeah. True.
0: And I don't know. Like is it something that you just have to solve for and is it something that solves itself when it's prepared in a recipe?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess I would like to make it again in a recipe. Also though, the thing about it being so bland, we experienced this with those porkless grounds. Remember mm. those? Where they I and they oh, yeah. smelled so good, yeah. but then they tasted like nothing. Yeah. This chicken has a ton of spices. It has paprika, pepper, ginger, nutmeg, mace, and cardamom in it.
0: And cardamom.
1: Yeah, cardamom, which has a very unique flavor. And you couldn't taste any of that. All I tasted was salt.
0: I'm surprised that somebody hasn't done a mashup between cardamom and call your mom. (laughs) On like, like Hallmark on Mother's Day. Cardamom. Give a cardamom.
1: There you go. All
0: right, forget it. You just... (laughs) <laughs> I saw the switch in your head flip <laughs> to say something polite. You can just take that out.
1: I would never just take out one of your jokes.
0: Please, you take them all out. <laughs> yeah, so it, it was a loser for me. It was a loser, but I also feel like we tainted the experiment.
1: Yeah, I think I would. I would get this again. I think it would work in a recipe. I think you would want to... They say to sauté it on both sides like until it's browned on both sides. I would say once it starts to brown is when you would want to add the sauce in so that it doesn't get so tough on the outside.
0: When it starts to brown, you sauce it down. That's right. See, that's a genuine when you actually like something. I really did like that's that. That's how you react, yeah.
1: That's a that's kind of a good cooking rule of thumb in yeah. general. Yeah. Starts to brown, you sauce it down. Yeah. Mhm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So that's the Daring Chicken. I also would like to try some of the other flavors, especially the Cajun one. I think that would be real fun. Yeah? Yeah.
0: On Thanks. a scale... Yeah. Go. Finish. No, no, Sorry. no. That's it. On a scale of zero to 10 retweets,
1: mm.
0: what do you give Daring Chicken?
1: I would give it, based on our experience, once I sauced it, it was fine. I would give it a 6.5.
0: How do you do? Point five retweets.
1: Oh, that's when you press the. That's when you retweet, but then you unretweet it. Mm, I like, okay. hope I didn't mean to do that. What about you?
0: This one is. I'm gonna look to the future and be optimistic and give it five retweets, but four of those retweets mm-hmm. are quote tweets, talking disagreeing with the tweet.
1: Mm, okay okay
0: so it all rolls up to a retweet nonetheless right Mm -hmm, like that number of retweets is five thanks for the engagement four of them disagreed Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so at a glance during chickens looking at that it's like i'm doing all right you know but yeah
1: yeah so tbd
0: (laughs) i guess yeah we gotta take another lap on this yeah i'm glad we i'm glad we covered it on the pod yeah, we did a whole episode around. You're it.
1: welcome, everyone. Dave. Yeah. Let's eat some chocolate. When I was writing the script, for some reason, I was listening to Gossip yeah. Kings, and into my head popped Xoxo Gossip Chocolate, and it made me laugh uh, so hard uh, that I typed it. I typed it oh. into the script. You sure did. Yep. So um, there's a love poem inside.
0: Oh, okay. So you're waiting for me because you're going to recite the love poem to me? Correct. Okay. You are opening it in a very unWonka fashion.
1: Ooh. It's, so it's a long one. Oh. Oh, and it's not an original. It's it's a Byron. It's a oh. Byron. Forget it.
0: So you <laughs> weren't. Gonna, you're not going to read me the love poem it's anymore. It's quite long. I'll read. Don't you. do it. But just acknowledge that you made a promise to read me a love poem and then you opted out because it was long and not original?
1: I don't know. It was long. I thought it'd be a little cute, short little...
0: What a grand gesture. What a grand romantic gesture.
1: Do you want to share this with me? Or do you want to get your own? When's
0: the last time you washed your hands? Right before this? Is it? Yeah. Define right before.
1: I guess before breakfast.
0: Oh, And it is 2 o'clock.
1: No, no. I mean, my Uh breakfast was lunch.
0: Okay. Master of words. Other thing about chocolate love. Mm -hmm. We'll see if this is true here as well. Is that their chocolate making me so gassy.
1: (laughs) Too dark for you?
0: Is that what it would do it?
1: I don't know. Because that would be more cocoa powder. Maybe the cocoa powder makes you gassy. I'll let you know. So far, I like it. It's not spicy at the beginning, but then it gets you in the back of the throat. I'm not getting, like... I associate mole with, like, a smokiness that I'm not getting. It's still delicious. I love the pistachios and the dried apricots in here.
0: Yeah, the the crunch is nice. It kind of... I'm getting zero heat. I mean, it's... The dark chocolate is turning into like a syrup consistency like it's sludgier than chocolate is when it normally is when it melts in your mouth um so I don't know these guys have better bars I'm not you can have the rest
1: this is 70% dark chocolate and I like dark chocolate but I do like maybe a slightly lower percentage like yeah. maybe a 60
0: oh yeah I'm, I'm a
1: 45-44 mmm
0: and the rest of it, uh, styrofoam.
1: <laughs> I do like the heat at the end. There's a little heat in the back of my throat.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's a little heat. Found it? Well, no, but if you forced me to be like, are you saying there's absolutely no heat, I wouldn't be able to, to take that position.
1: I think for if you want a spicy bar, this same company makes a chili and cherries. Oh,
0: yeah. That is the best. And that is the, um, Patient zero of my 2D discovery with Choco Love. That bar, something in it, sends me to Toot Town, and I don't come back for a couple of days.
1: <laughs> oh, but it's such a good chocolate bar. It's worth it. Yep,
0: yep, yep. Hey, we got a letter?
1: We sure do. Diane writes... Hi, Becky and Dave. I just listened to the newest episode. It was the Vienna Ranch Puffs I had recommended, not the roasted chickpeas. And I think you did try them in a snack segment.
0: Oh.
1: And I said, oh, you are right. Can we read this on the pod? Because I always ask. And she said, sure. She also said, by the way, I agree with you. (laughs) I use roasted chickpeas as croutons in salads and as garnish on Hmm. soups.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Uh, and she said she mentioned that because I said it in the episode that I like cr- um to use them as croutons in soup and salads and you said to do that only if you want to ruin the soup.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Yes. So
0: I hold my position.
1: I and I hold The
0: fact that others do it <laughs> does not change my thinking on how much it ruins the super salad.
1: <laughs> well, that's our letter. All right. And
0: Diana, if- love you. But just because you're also wrong doesn't make me any less right. And while we're at it, there's been an uptick of Dave is wrong sentiment on the internet lately, the past couple of weeks. Dave. And you are ginning it up to a degree.
1: (laughs) Is that because of your bad opinion on marble bread? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: It is because of my opinion on marble bread.
1: The internet. There was one person who replied on Twitter and then went over to Instagram <laughs> to let you also know there. Yeah. That's how passionately she yeah. felt <laughs> that you were wrong about marble bread. Yeah. it's because Pumpernickel and Rye are the two best breads. And if you swirl them together, you get a mega bread.
0: Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> consider, consider... The, the person on the other side of that <laughs> conversation.
1: Hey, and if you'd like to write us a letter, you don't need my phone number to do it.
0: But if you need it, it's 7-7. Seven, seven. You
1: can either slide into our DMs. <laughs> you can slide into our DMs on Twitter or Instagram. I read and respond to everyone. Or you can email us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. And thank you all for listening. If you are enjoying the show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help us out, and we love reading those five star reviews. We will read them on the pod. You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. And I'm Glue and Glitter on all social media, and you can find those Instant Pot brownies and that tofu sandwich with the curry mayo. At com,
0: You should edit that pause out. I will. Okay. I'm Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram, and Line Leader was taken on TikTok. Also, Line Leader on Fortnite. Come play me and be nice if you chat. Thank you. Don't make statements about my appearance <laughs> or my relationship with my mother or anything else.
1: Oh, people are mean on Fortnite.
0: No. Just preemptively.
1: Okay. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats and Dave Streepy. Goodbye! Are you not gonna say. Goodbye! It?
0: What? I haven't even finished my nerds yet. <laughs>